hello hello everybody and welcome to the real tea but well, i am your girl Contrice, coming to you today each and every tuesday we come actually 7 p.m central standard time and 8 p.m eastern standard time with that good game for your brain and i'm so glad that you decided to join us on tonight now not only do we have the tea but we brought information and comfort for your soul the Realty is presenting the Family Foundation, Fundamentals for the Family. Now, this is a woman's ability to change the temperature in an entire room when she speaks. So, you guys, get ready, get set. We're coming to you with a guide on divorce, which is the epidemic, I call it. Of divorce. So you guys get ready, get set. We're coming into your homes, your cars, wherever you are tonight. We have something in store for you. Now I need everybody under the sound of my voice to do something for me. Let's grab a pen and a paper because my guest tonight, she truly came to spill the tea and we came to soak it all up. Now you guys remember sharing is also caring. And if you're viewing the broadcast through the Facebook Realty page, Please like, share, like, and share. It's real simple. And if you're viewing the broadcast of the Real Tea YouTube channel, now there you want to like, share, follow, and subscribe. It's a lot, but you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Nothing wrong with that. And each time we're brewing more tea, you'll receive those notifications so you can join who? Your girl, Contrice. Today, Tuesday, or any day on the replay. And now for our feature tea of the week. Now, and yes, I'm talking about the tea you drink. You guys know that I always bring a tea. But today, the tea is called Tahibo tea. Now, Tahibo tea derived from a Tahibo plant. And it is said to help in treating many diseases. It can be applied externally in a Tahibo cream and internally. But it's mainly used in the form of a tea. Now, Tahibo tea has antibiotics, antimicrobial, antiviral, um, and you know, viruses today, yes, they, they, they're running rampant. Seems like they're getting better, though, honestly, but guess what? The tea helps with that. Um, Anti-inflammatory and other medical properties. It says that it boosts your immune system. I drink it probably once a week, um, to be totally honest with you. It treats fungal and parasite infections. Um, now, it is said, now I don't know how true this is because I haven't had this issue, but it treats sexually transmitted infections. Can you believe that? Now, I'm not saying if, you know, something happens, you just drink the tea and think that's cool. But now, I mean, drink it when you get back home from the, from the doctor. <laughs> it says that it treats chronic diseases as well, stimulates digestion, and improves blood health. Now, for more information, you guys can go to the healthleno.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-O-L-I-N-O. Dot com And I'll get that on up for you guys a little later. And search Tahibo tea. And it's very tasty, too. I have some right here. It's very tasty. It is. And guess what? You can order the Tahibo tea at good old Amazon. So, yes, you know everybody ordered from Amazon. Amazon is what's it these days. But, yes, go to Amazon. And Amazon will definitely have that for you. 
And now I'm going to take a glimpse for our future business of the week. And if you're looking to have your business on our show, please, please, please email t at gmail.com. Now, you want to please include the name of the business, any pictures associated with the business, and we'll be pleased to get it right on for you guys. We really will. So we'll be back after these messages. And they're coming from Taste of Soul out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You guys. Enjoy Taste of Soul. Taste the Soul commercial has me hungry every time I see it. There's the email, you guys. Join treats 4 t at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get right on with you guys. Now, 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 the moment that we've all been waiting for tonight. And if you're just tuning, tuning in, I'm sorry, please, you know, you can catch it on the replay any day. And Tuesday on the replay, you can catch it on the Real Tea channel for sure. But nonetheless, the moment that we've all waited for, that's to meet our guest tonight. Our guest tonight is an advocate for the weary by representing um, high net worth in, in individuals um, with complex marital and family matter laws. She assists individuals in the dissolution of marriage, um, the equitable distribution, alimony, child support, parenting, timeshares issues, paternity, prenuptial agreement, postnuptial. My goodness, yes, she wears a lot of hats. And you guys, she's here tonight. So you guys give a tea time. Welcome to my friend, Mrs. Dolly Hernandez. Beautiful. How are you, Catrice? <laughs> I'm absolutely marvelous. How are you, my dear? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I love yes. your energy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I have plenty of that. I don't know where I get it from, but I, I think it's from all the tea I drank. <laughs> Yes, we all need to buy that tea. We need to buy yes. that tea. Yes, 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 honey. Because yes, a tea a day, I keep the stress away. I'm not kidding. One cup. That's my new saying. A cup of tea a day. Keep the stress <laughs> away. Yes, ma'am. So absolutely. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad that you decided to join us. And it's and we're absolutely excited to have you here. Honored, actually. Thank um, you. But the reason that we brought you here was to educate us, which is what the T stands for, to truly educate another. And so the subject is divorce. And that was why we brought you here. You are an expert in this. And so introduce yourself to my viewers. Tell us who you are. Are we ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Dolly Hernandez. I am a partner at Boyd Richards, Parker and Colinelli. It's a law firm in Miami. We have offices in New York and in other cities in Florida. 
For the past 20 years, I've practiced primarily marital and family law. So when people tell me, oh, I'm going to shock you with what I'm going to tell you, I always say, well, well, try me. After 20 years, it, it gets kind of difficult to, to shock me. But with that said, I love what I do. I love helping people. And that's the reason why I practice family law. I see really good people at very difficult times in their lives. And I've had many a client tell me that the divorce process is probably bar none, the most difficult thing that they have ever experienced. Yeah, I bet. And it is. Um, I think if no one's ever never went through divorce, they really honestly could not know. I mean, right. they would be like, oh, it's just divorce. Okay, big deal. But it right. impacts so much of your life, especially when you are accustomed to living a certain way or being, you know, being in a certain area. Um, I know this all too well because I experienced divorce myself. Um, I really didn't realize how heightened this was um, and how it affected most things around me until probably after I left, you know, courtroom. It's a, it's a lot of phases in that. That's, that's really, you know, really something else. But nonetheless, I just need to ask you for, for people who are about to go through divorce, how do people prepare uh, for divorce? I think that preparation is twofold countries. You have to get your finances in order and then you got to get yourself in order. And when I say get yourself in order, I'm talking about your emotional, your physical and your mental well-being because divorce, as you know, because you've been through one, is painful and you have to have, you have to be in your right mind. You have to not just say, I want to get a divorce. I want to leave him or her but you have to be willing to understand that you're going to spend a certain amount of time battling potentially if it's not amicable and you mm -hmm. have to be in the right state of mind and divorce can be a costly process if you're in litigation. So you have to have your finances in order. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree. The finances are, they, they have to be because you have like lawyers to pay and, you know, different phases in which this, you know, divorce goes, correct? Right, right. Yeah. And you, you could probably be the person who has to pay what's called in Florida temporary support while the mm. divorce is pending. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, so a person could be going through divorce and then have to support the 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 other person, right? Um, the 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 um the part the other party in this divorce, they may have to support them yes. while this is going on. And, wow! And, and the children too, because let's say hypothetically, one person earns more money than the other, mm -hmm. and the person who earns more money leaves the home and goes and rents an apartment. So now you're supporting two different households. That doesn't necessarily mean that just because you left your house, you don't have an obligation to your home. Okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. That, that makes a whole lot of sense. A lot of people do up and leave the home and feel like, okay, we're going through divorce. This is it. So right. you just go over there and I'm going to go over there because it, it, it's, it's traumatizing. 
You know what I mean? It's traumatizing. And I don't think, I think the participants don't really realize it. You know, I guess depending upon how they went in divorce, but they don't really realize the, the trauma that's taking place here, yes. you know? And so I guess that that would be only right. right. Tell me this. How, if you have, if a person has children, how should they really prepare their children um, for the divorce? I, I always tell my clients that the most important person in a divorce is not them. It's not their spouse. It's their children. Because as adults, we're able to deal and we're able to cope with issues. But children, they should be saved from the divorce. So I always caution my clients, do not talk to your children about what is going on in your divorce. Children need to be children. Mm -hmm. If you're a person who is going to go pick up your child, there's no reason to tell your child, tell your mom or tell your dad, I'm going to go pick you up. Well, you should have that conversation with the parent mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to go pick up Johnny or Susie mm -hmm. after school. And it should be a parent to parent talk. Right. And then, of course, say to the child, I've spoken to your mom and or your dad, and I'm going to pick you up after school. That's mm -hmm. a different conversation. But you should never have a child be a go-between between, between mm -hmm. two parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I found? Um, and, and you can tell me if you agree with this. I found that in situations like that, if children feel that their parents are not like they, they're not on the same wavelength. Right. That's their platform to perform because it's a child. Right. So a child is only going to, you know, especially if they know their parents really don't get along. So I think it's extremely important for even if you're going through divorce, it's nasty and it's, it's, it's especially when there's children involved, I feel like you should try to kind of keep the, um, keep that, find that median where you're able to still be parents. In the whole divorce situation, because that was a very big mistake that I made. Um, and it affected my children long term because where I thought I was breaking up with him, but his kids are not breaking up with him. Right. You know, so I felt like me and the kids breaking up with you, buddy, you know, <laughs> when all the time, <laughs> all the time, I really needed that father because as many times as you could try to replace someone you really can't replace them and i think that when you're going through divorce that is something very 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 important that we must remember that this is still the person that you chose to have children with Correct. these are his or her children and you still have to have that matter that level of respect for that person you know so we just don't, you know, at that time, and I, I mean, not to excuse myself, but I was extremely young uh, when me and my children's father separated. I was so young. I didn't know what in the world I was doing. I thought, hey, take these papers, sign them, and me and the kids out. Deuces, we out. <laughs> that was what I thought. But it didn't, it wasn't until later that I thought, like, how many Father's Days then? That, you know, even though we divorced, he still deserved to see his children, you know? And I, you know, I was guilty of that. But that, you know, this story is not about me. I'm just saying, you know, the subject is, is very touching. I like people to know, you know, when you are going through divorce, you know, certain, the children are very important. But, so, yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead. No, but what you're saying is very valuable because you've been there and mm -hmm. you experienced it. And a lot of people feel that way when they're going through a divorce mm -hmm. because they're hurt or they're angry. And it's like you said, and it's very, very solid advice. The kids aren't divorcing the mother or the father. Yeah. It's yeah. the parents getting a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still need to be, you know, making sure that the father is very much uh, or, or mother is very much in. Because it could be a, a father who takes the children. It, 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 just, it just happened to be me who went at that particular time. But it could be a father or anyone, whoever, you know, is never to exclude the other person. Like you still this is still like, you know, any other family you get into, I think that that would then be a blended family because you still have the father over here or the mother over here because these children need that that support. They really, really do. So I just like to put that out there for people. Please, please, please don't, you know, the children are not divorcing. You two are. So, yeah. So now I never needed this. But I've heard of people who needed it. And my, my question to you, I wanted to talk about things you do before you get married, you know, beforehand. Because I think some people get caught up in the glitz and the glam and they happy. Who he, she said yes, he said yes, bam, we getting married. But now, you know, tell us about a prenuptial agreement and what, what's included in that, like, you know. Well, I believe a prenuptial agreement to some people is a very unromantic process, right? Because, you know, you're getting married and like you said, it's all the glitz and the glam and everybody just wants to have that feel good moment, right? Mm -hmm. But then the reality of the situation is you're doing yourself a big favor if you go through the process of a prenup because it's going to show you who you're marrying, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're trying to negotiate I call it your divorce at the front end, because really that's truly what a prenup is, right? You're mm -hmm. trying to resolve issues of distributing assets and liabilities that you could acquire during your marriage or the enhancement, say, you know, in Florida, the enhancement of an asset that you had before would be subject to division if there is contribution in the marriage to this asset you had before. So mm -hmm. all of this you deal with in a prenuptial agreement, and it gives you the ability to see if the person that you're marrying is marrying you for you or for mm -hmm. your money, right? Right. right. And that's an important thing because you have, to, you have to make sure that who you're marrying is a true and authentic person and wants you for you and not mm -hmm. for what you have to give, right? Exactly. So exactly. Uh, the way people negotiate tells you a lot about what they're in it for. You know, I've seen people say, I don't want anything. I'll sign whatever. And then you have people that they're going to take it to the mat and they, they want everything. They, they want everything. So at that point you have to make a decision. Well, am I in it to win it with this person or not? Right. Right. And it, it lets you see your divorce in advance, if that makes any sense. I always tell my clients, right now, you're in a movie and you're the mm -hmm. principal, you're the lead actor in this movie, and you're seeing what your co-star is going to do when you actually have the divorce. So right. 
it's an eye opening process. I'll tell you that because in Florida, you have to exchange financial disclosure because I'm only licensed in the state of Florida. So mm-hmm. you have to give somebody copies of your financial documents, your assets, your bank accounts, copies of your tax returns showing your income. The other party has to do the same thing. So that's an eye opening process because now you're both knowing what each has, right? So mm-hmm. all your cards are on the table. You know what you're getting into. The other person knows what they are getting into. And at that point, you negotiate and you say, how are we going to structure our relationship? You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you have a spender and a saver. And, you know, <laughs> it, it's incredible. The saver will not say anything and the spender will continue to spend. But then there's this element of resentment, right? somebody resents the other and if you would have gone through the prenup exercise before you would have known am i marrying a saver a spender and you could potentially deal with a lot of issues before you get married and save your marriage ah that helped me i felt that all in my spirit that was so good because honey i'm telling you right now in my marriage i'm the spender really realize that but i am i'm kind of the spender and the saver i guess because i like to save too but you are you are correct my husband is definitely the saver you know and so i think that you will clash if you don't actually find out who's who at the beginning if you don't find out like okay so he likes this but then i like that you know what i mean we, we gotta you know figure this out so i think that's very important and, and we didn't do a prenup we didn't do a prenup uh because we really didn't didn't need one at that time but yeah i think that that's a that that's a good exercise for people um who are getting married now i know prenup is something you do pre-married right pre-married. But then there's also postnuptial, which I'm very curious to know about because I didn't know postnuptial even existed. Right. So they're recognized in the state of Florida. I'm not sure in other states, mm-hmm. but it's a contract that you enter into during your marriage. Okay. And you can deal with the same thing. How are we going to divide our assets and mm-hmm what are we going to do in the event of uh, of the divorce how are we going to split things up but i got to mm-hmm. tell you at that point you're married you have no leverage on the other right. person right mm-hmm. it it hardly ever works i mean i can count it with my with my right hand how many i've actually done they're they're mm-hmm. few and far between because once you're married and let's say hypothetically you present a post nup to your spouse then they're thinking what are you going to file for divorce tomorrow First thing. That's that's what any normal person would think, right? Right, 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 right. You'd be like, and what is this about? We, you know, especially people who just, they think that the other spouse is just going to sign off on this contract. Well, don't you think you should have this conversation before you have a contract drafted? Right, right. That's true. But I mean, you know, those things I think are extremely important too, you know, because it's, 
sad to say, I mean, you know, and I don't mean to be a dampers. I have no problems in my marriage. Let me make a disclaimer right now. I have no problem. But I do know of some people who probably wish they would have. I talked to many, many, many of people who tell me this all the time. Like, you know, once they're into the marriage and they see, you know, like you said, the spender and the, and the, and the saver. And now, you you know, trying to figure out, hey, in, in, the, in the event that we don't get it together, this is what, you know, we need to lay out on the table right now. So I think that's also good. I mean, I think a lot of people tend to feel that when they're facing certain adversities that it's a terrible thing. You know, finances are um, is an uncomfortable conversation anyway um, to have because you're like, you know, somebody probably feel like, oh, well, who are you questioning? You don't question me, you know, or whatever, whatever <laughs> attitude you're taking. Like, you don't be questioning me every time I turn around, you know. But at the end of the day, finances is a very, is a, is a conversation that you do need to have with your spouse because, you just never know, you know, what can happen. So, I mean, this is good tea for somebody who is either going through divorce now or 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 feeling like they want to go through it, whatever the case may be. But do you think that I noticed this? This is just my only thought. I noticed that during the pandemic, do you think that the divorce rate rose higher or lower? I mean, all the a lot of materials that I've read have said that divorce rates did spike because of COVID, because you had more people being together 24-7. You mm-hmm. couldn't go anywhere. There was nowhere to run, right? Right. So you were at home. You were sheltering in place. And then you were able to see somebody's behavior the whole day. Even if mm-hmm. you're working, I mean, you're at your house. You know if the person is on the phone if they're talking to someone else, if they're trying to cheat, it's a little difficult to mm-hmm. cheat on someone when you're with them 24 hours a day. Listen, that pandemic, honey, just let the people, it was so funny to me because I felt like all the people that at the right houses, everybody's at the right house right now. You can't go to the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at here. So, you know, I, I thought like when the pandemic came along, I tell this to everybody, you know, any situation that you're faced with or that I'm faced with, anyone faced with anything, it, it's, are you going to capitalize off of that? So right. in other words, are you going to stay with your significant other during this pandemic? You're going to split? What you going to do? What you going to do? Are you going to come out the pandemic just really fast? Or are you going to stay physically? Are you going to use the stairs in your house to be a treadmill? You know, like it's just what you do with your situation. Right. It is what's most important. That's what I think. But I really, I saw a lot of our, um, I do a lot of research and my research during, you know, when the pandemic is about the middle ways of the pandemic, probably a year into it. And I was noticing like the domestic violence cases were off the chain, like people were, you know, everybody was going at each other. And the reason that they're doing it, like you said, is because people are around each other. If you're not accustomed to this, you wasn't ready. You weren't ready. You weren't ready to stay in the house all day. The parents weren't ready to stay with the children all day. (laughs) That's true. All of a sudden, we parents and now we teachers. 
oh, this is a mess. This is a mess. You know, daddy home all day. He can't do this. He got he, he can't go to the bar and hang out with the guys. It was just, oh, mm -hmm. the whole world was different. But yeah, I just wondered if that, uh, you know, if the pandemic really affected divorce. My last question for you, and I really, really am enjoying this conversation for real, because somebody needs to know this. How do you manage stress during divorce? Do you have any um, recommendations for people that are going through divorce and they're, they're just saying, oh, I'm just stressed. I really can't take this. I mean, it, it sounds basic what I'm going to say, but I've had clients tell me that, you know, if they didn't exercise and they took up exercising, they joined a gym or they basically asked a friend, hey, can you take a walk with me at the park? Right. Mm -hmm. at, you know, after work or join a support group just is someone to talk to. I, a lot of people are lonely countries. They're, they're lonely and they have no one to talk to. And sometimes we take for granted if we have a good network of people that we yes. can call up somebody and, and vent, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas <laughs> people who don't have the capacity to vent and they're upset at their spouse, they're more likely to pick up the phone and tell their spouse exactly how they feel about them, which is not a good thing, right? right. It's not a good thing. <laughs> so don't pick up the phone and don't call that person. Call someone else. Right. Yes. Okay. Those were good. You know, that, that's really good. But some people don't don't realize how those types of things do help, you know, support. We we all have or need a support system of some sort. Um, you know, my support system is my children. Uh, you know, I get I got so many of them so I can pick out of them what I need from the other one, you know. <laughs> So that's my support system. But yeah, that is that is a great thing. But I do thank you so much for coming in, taking out your time. You gave us 30 whole minutes of your time. I enjoy every minute of it. And I hope anybody out there that's going through divorce, that's needing, you know, if you're in the state of Florida, of course, you can definitely, I'm sure, contact her. Tell our Florida viewers where they can find you if they are going through divorce. So my email is dhernandez at uh, boydlawgroup.com. That's my email address. On Instagram, it's uh, Divorce Diva Miami. That's my Instagram handle. Yes, and she is a diva. Y'all see her? Y'all see her? <laughs> She's a diva. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. I definitely do thank you so much for coming out thank and talking you. to us this evening on The Real Tea. This is the part of our show where I do what's called the final sip of tea. And you can stick around for it. We love to have you to stay on with us in just a few <laughs> seconds. The final sip of tea tonight is life is filled with choices. Now, some more difficult than others. Nevertheless, choices are something that we all must live with. Now, the objective is knowing how. Our guest tonight, she proved that no matter the adversity faced with educating with the familiars, that's detrimental. For all roads have direction between one point, two points. There's a straight line. Once the destination is met, just know there's so much to be accomplished. And it's not what brought you there. It's what you do once you get there. And also, it's not where you're from. It's how you come.
God bless you. And I thank you so very much for joining us here. Me, Catrice, and Mr. Hernandez tonight, you guys, on The Real Tea. You guys, be blessed and take care. God bless you. Oh, 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 o